It's time for Love Talk with the Love Ladies, Kathy, Carrie, and Marley. And good morning and welcome to Love Talk, friends. Thank you, Gavin, for making us sound so good every week. It is a beautiful day in Texas. Thank you so much for joining us. We are thrilled to be with you here on the Bridge Austin Central Texas Christian Talk, where we are building bridges of love and leadership. Well, friends, it's a beautiful time in Texas. God is working as we lead with love across this great state and across America. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Kathy Endebrock, and I'm in studio with my two beautiful co-hosts, Coach Carrie Brinkater and the marvelous Marlene McMichael. Ladies, it's great to see your beautiful faces this morning. Hey, Kathy. Great to have you. Great to see you. Friends, this is Coach Carrie. As always, I'm delighted to be here with you today, and I am very excited about our topic, Raising Boys God's Way, with our guest, Mark Hancock. And it's going to be an awesome program, friends. Um, our families, our, our young men and women are under attack from the enemy. And I tell you what, Kathy, this topic is timely. Um, discussing uh, um, raising boys God's way and what that really means. And I'm super, super excited about today. Hey, Marlene, how are you? I'm good. Um, and I would echo that. I am thrilled about this program. I actually um, sent the information or Mark's information to my brother and sister-in-law this morning at Odark 30 and said, <laughs> what do you think about this for, for my great uh, nephew? And because uh, he's a little guy and he's all about, you know, boy things. And, and his dad is a veteran, actually a disabled veteran and um, um, just a super family. But but I just think this will be dynamic for him. And I immediately got a text back that said, good idea. So, <laughs> yay. Uh, um, we'll probably well, I, buy books in the future, you know. <laughs> Yes, I do see additional book purchases in my future. And, you know, I love that in 2024, one of the things that we are really focusing on with Love Talk is really pressing in this year to lift up, to encourage, and to really help one another in 2024. And we love and value our listening friends. And friends, we just want to meet you right where you are at. And our goal is to bring God's word with insight and understanding to be a light to our path. And so while we're having these conversations and while we are growing and uh, learning how to walk out this beautiful life that God has blessed us to have, we're just kind of taking you right in with us into the discussions, into the life experiences, uh, learning how to love talk and love walk together. And so whether you are a young man, a parent, an aunt, an uncle, a grandparent, today's program is for you. When we look at what is happening in society with our young men and the young men that God really is calling forth to lead and to step up, I think this program is really going to give us so much insight from God's word and really equip us to step forward in what God is calling us to. So we do have mm -hmm. an incredible guest on the program today, and he has been a valued voice of wisdom in this arena. He has been on Fox Nation's Starns Country, Family Life Radio, Focus on the Family, James Dobson's Family Talk program, and he is a first-time guest on Love Talk, and we are excited for you to get to know him, and we are going to introduce him and, and invite him into this conversation in just a moment. 
And Marlene, Coach Carey, I know that, you know, for every program, we have just words from Scripture that really anchor down the program and anchor down the message for us. And so, friends, we just want to share those scriptures with you today so that you can understand um, what we're underpinning uh, this discussion with. Absolutely. Um, Man, I love this one from Ephesians. I I tell you what, friends, if you um, are struggling um, and you just want to turn to one book in the Bible, I'd say go to Ephesians. It it has so much life. application um, for today. And this verse is from Ephesians 6, uh, verse 4. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Uh, what what a key verse for us today, Kathy. Thank you for that. And then Colossians 1.10, that you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of of God. Um, I know that's what we're going to do today here on our program, Kathy, Marlene. Well, ladies, um, what briefly, what has been going on in your world over this last week? Here we are. We're at the end of January. I, I can't even believe it. Um, Kath, what's been going on? We, uh, you know, Faith is off to, well, she's getting ready to be off to Australia to do a semester abroad there. And so we're just kind of all getting ourselves ready for our the baby of the family to be out of the house and, uh, you know, kind of so far away. I don't know if this mom is ready for it, but I'm kind of trusting God to do abundantly more than we could ever ask or imagine in this girl's life as she has said yes to this adventure and steps off to go to the land down under and attend the University of Melbourne for a semester and just press in and make friends there. So we're kind of excited for this little one. It's exciting. Marlene, what's going on in your world? You're about to head off to a conference. I am. I'm going to the Christian Broadcasters Conference next month, and I'm really excited about that. Um, I just got, um, well, I just attended the uh, Human Trafficking uh information and awareness fair in San Antonio, which Love Talk sponsored. And that was really, um, it was an excellent event. I was very impressed. Um, I helped with some of the decorations and I hope I never see another hydrangea. I will say that. (laughs) Um, Beyond that, it was great. Um, I also want to remind everybody that we are already in the 40-day period before the national Collegiate Day of Prayer, which will be held at Baylor University just down the road from us. And um, there is a, on the website, which is uh, collegiatedayofprayer.com or or .org, .org. Mm -hmm. um, and you can download the prayer guide. It is one of the most excellent prayer guides I've ever read. Uh, They're very short, but they, they give you a message, and then they tell you how to pray. And if you haven't you know, you can do the 40-day variety or you can do the 30-day variety. There's both books on the, that you can download free. And um, I would also encourage everybody to adopt a college and pray for that college specifically. Because what this day of prayer is all about is um, that God would explode on the campuses across America. Yeah. And, uh, and that, that's important because where our college students go and what they believe is what our nation is going to look like in the years to come. So um, do that and um, bless your country and bless 
bless our college students. Thanks, Marlene. Coach Carey, what about you? Oh, ladies, you know it's basketball season, and I am I am uh, burning, my husband and I are burning up the roads, uh, going to watch Logan play college ball. It's, uh, it has been fantastic, I tell you. It is, it is, um, I was describing it to a friend the other day. I said it's awesome. It's wonderful. It's exhausting. It's exhilarating, and I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's really been great. And just, um, to see my young man, um, blossoming, blossoming and really, um, learning how to navigate a world on his own, um, away from home and really leaning in and pressing into the word has been really cool. So it's, it's exciting. I'm, I'm having a great time, having a great All time, right. which leads us right into, you know, I'm, I'm enjoying watching my young man spread his wings and learn hard lessons as well as, um, try to be a leader on a campus and so um, our guest today is all about that, all about raising boys God's way. Kathy? That's so true. Well, let me introduce to you this incredible uh, man that God has raised up to have such a profound difference with um, young men and families across this nation. Mark Hancock began his career founding a national advertising agency and running that for 15 years. But his conversion to Christ led him into ministry as a youth and college pastor, an associate pastor, a homeless ministry director, and global event director for an international ministry, organizing events on five different continents. He holds two master's degrees in the mental health counseling field, having spent a number of years in private practice and has taught at secular and Christian colleges. And this is, I thought, this really got my attention. In 2017, he was named to the American Family Association's 40 Faithful. I thought, if we have time, we're going to ask him about that at the end of our interview. He's an award-winning author, writer, conference speaker, and he serves as the chief executive officer of Trail Life USA, a Christian boys' adventure and character development organization with 55,000 members (laughs) and over 1,100 troops across 50 states. And Trail Life USA offers K-12 through programs centered on outdoor experiences that build boys' skills and character. And Mark steps into it from experience. He has two sons with his beautiful wife of over 30 years, and they live near Greenville, South Carolina. Mark, it's so great to have you on the program. Welcome to Love Talk. Kathy, thank you so much. I feel very much at home. In fact, Carrie, I don't know if you knew that, but that Colossians 110, uh, the motto in Trail Life is walk worthy. And it comes from that verse in Colossians 110. So I loved hearing that this awesome. morning. And I would have to argue with you. I think Colossians is the best book. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> Colossians okay. Is, is my go-to. It's, in fact, we read it our, at our staff devotional this morning. We read the first chapter of Colossians. And uh, so I'd have to argue with you about the, the, go, the go-to letter in the Bible. <laughs> well, Mark, I tell you, there is nothing I think more fantastic than a man who loves God's word. I, would you be willing to share with our listeners how it is that you came to know that Jesus loves you? Wow, what a great question. Um, I can tell you that, you know, you, you, you read in my bio how I started out in the ad business, and, uh, and unfortunately I found success really quickly. I started that ad business when I was 22 years old. And it just exploded. And I ended up with offices in Florida and in Georgia. And I was traveling all over the country and really just uh, a young guy who was lost, 
and in, in, in a world that I just shouldn't have been in. And uh, uh, just really empty, although I was the, found a lot of success in there. And I was in, went to Philadelphia on business, and uh, my old high school buddy lived in Philadelphia. I thought, I'm going to stay with him, and we'll party like it's, you know, 1978 so, when we were in high school. <laughs> And so I visited him in Philadelphia, and I didn't know, you know, he had gone in the Marines, and he was um, miraculously healed on the operating table in Okinawa. He, they were about to operate on him. Somebody came into the room and prayed for him and left, and they ran the tests, and they said, you can go home. And so he had a radical meeting with Christ. I didn't know that happened. He went in the Marines. I went to college, and so here we meet up in Philadelphia. I thought we were going to party and he did nothing but pray for me the whole time. When I was in my meetings, he had his prayer group over laying hands on my luggage and praying for me. And wow. I love it. I love that. <laughs> so somewhere on my way home over, over Atlanta, somewhere 30,000 feet in the air, I, I said, you know, what Craig has, I don't have, and I need that. And all by myself in my three-story condo on the beach in, in Florida, uh, I cried out to God, and uh, and He showed me His amazing love. And since then, it's been uh, just quite a quite a quite a journey. Wow, wow! I can imagine that that had a deep impact on you. You know, your buddy goes into the Marines, so he's a tough guy, mm-hmm. right? And then you meet up with him years later, and your tough guy friend has a tender heart for Christ. Yeah, yeah, and he was he was such an example, and he ended up uh, moving down and living with me in Florida um, because he he wanted to to uh, pursue pursue music. He was also a musician, and he came down and went to school down there, and so so we ended up being able to live as roommates for for a couple of years in the early days of my walk with Christ, and so that was a real blessing too to have to have that opportunity of, of growing in Christ. And so over time, <clears throat> I got less and less interested in the ad business, and as I would lose clients, I just wouldn't replace them, and then I over time closed one office as people left, encouraged them to find other places and took about seven years to close the ad agency. But I got out of that and that's, that's when I uh, got into ministry. Wow. Wow. And I love that coming to know Christ was founded on prayer. The prayer that happened in that hospital with your buddy, the prayer that your buddy and all of his friends prayed over you. So you have seen the power of prayer to change and transform lives. And I, so I, I love that. And Mark, we, we have so many questions for you. We want to find about, out about Trail Life USA. We want to find out about this incredible book that you have written for uh, young men and boys. We have questions and friends. You're going to want to stay with us. We're going to hear from our sponsors who keep Love Talk on the air. We're going into our 40th year this year, which is so exciting uh, as a radio program and now a podcast. So, friends, we're going to hear more from Mark Hancock, Raising Boys, God's Way, right after this. Stay with us. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These Casa friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at Casa at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. 
So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. Are you looking for a new church home? Or maybe you're new to the area. Either way, we here at First Baptist Church Pflugerville would love to welcome you to visit with us this Sunday at 11 a.m. for our worship service. We have a myriad of different grow groups at 9.30 a.m. And if you need more information, just click the big orange New Here button on our website, fbcpville.org. We hope to connect with you in the near future. And we hope that when you do visit with us, you'll feel like family here. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow, these guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-2580. Or www.timsmithlandscaping.com. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Love Talk. You found the love, ladies, and we are so grateful that you are here with us. Hey, I'm Coach Carrie Brinkader. I'm in studio with Kathy Enderbrock and Marlene McMichael, and our incredible guest today, Mark. Hancock. And friends, Mark is the CEO of Trail Life USA, which is a Christian boys adventure and character development organization. It has over 55,000 members with 1,100 troops across all of the 50 states. Um, and they offer K through 12 programming that is centered on outdoor experiences that build boys' skills and character. So, Mark, wow, you're the CEO of this amazing organization that spans across all 50 states. Uh, Why has Trail Life USA been so successful? And maybe you tell us how you got involved with Trail Life um, first, and then tell us how, uh, how, why do you think it's been so successful? Yeah, well, that's a real interesting question because we have our ideas of what's happened in in our growth. Uh, if it confirms some of those things, you know, back about uh, we started about ten years ago uh, when it was clear that the Boy Scouts were beginning to walk away from some other more traditional values, the things that we thought made them a world class organization, mm-hmm. and we knew that churches would struggle with an alliance with an organization that was abandoning their Christian uh, tenets. And, but here you had an organization that in 100 years had given, given us astronauts and presidents and generals and civic leaders and, and good men suddenly decided that uh, they were going to change, change course. So about 300 volunteers across the country got together and said, somebody needs to do something about this. And four factions t- gathered in, in Louisville, Kentucky in 2013. And we spent a day and a half saying, what would a Christ-centered alternative to the Boy Scouts look like. And walked out of that meeting with seven men on a steering committee. I happened to be on that steering committee. 68 days later, we held a national inaugural convention, um, had uh, 12, uh, 1,100 men and, and 100 wow. women come from 44 states, drove to Nashville, wow. Tennessee. Wow. And our keynote address was from Governor Mike Huckabee. And we had Dr. Michael Ferris, from, uh, who's now with, uh, I believe is with um NRB, National Radio, uh, Radio Broadcasters, Religious Broadcasters, and, but he was with um, Patrick Henry College at the time. He's also served as the head of the um, 
Alliance for Freedom, Alliance Defending Freedom. And uh, so we had this amazing conference, and I had had the opportunity to lead that because I had led conferences all over the world. And so I was the guy sitting at the table of that experience. And then 90 days later, we launched Trail Off USA with 5,000 members on our first day, and I stepped off the board of directors to become uh, the CEO. And since then, like I said, we've grown to 55,000 members in all 50 states. And, and I think it's because, well, I don't think it's because, we know that it's because of, uh, we're Christ-centered, we're unapologetically Christian. You know, we're not, we're not an outdoor organization that's having a Christian experience. You know, we are at our core a Christian ministry that uses the outdoors to grow boys into godly men. So we're Christ-centered and we're also boy-focused. And I think I can say this on this program. We believe that boys and girls are different. And, you know, every legitimate science points to that. And uh, in which we're, I mean, you can't say that in Target, but I hope I can say that here, that boys and girls are different. And so we have a program that's specifically aimed at, uh, at the marvelous creations that boys are. Not any more valuable than girls, but different than girls. And so we've created a program that recognizes their strengths and, and their weaknesses. And we know the magic sauce that the Boy Scouts uh, abandoned. And we know how to turn boys into good, winning, focused uh, men. And so, so I think that's why we're finding success. I think that just rings true with parents. Anyone who has a boy and a girl in their house says, yeah, these, they're kind of different creatures. Um, the Boy Scouts now you know, has, has girls and Boy Scouts. And we think that, that that waters down that specifically male experience. And boys are in trouble in our culture today. And so we're offering the kind of support that, uh, that boys and, and parents of boys are appreciating. Wow, that is that's so incredible what you have committed to and what you're just persevering in. I grew up with four brothers. So, yes, this girl would say boys are very different than girls and <laughs> praise God for it. Yeah, I love I love the differences. I say embrace those differences because boy, when you do, you get the full blessing of God's design for relationship mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. unique heart and individuality. So, you know, Mark, I know that there are parents, maybe even um, some boys or young men listening and saying, oh, my gosh, that sounds really cool. Outdoor adventure. Yes, please. How how would a parent actually go about getting involved with Trail Life USA? I mean, is it is it an expensive thing? How does it work? Yeah, well, we're organizing troops that uh, that are formed in churches. So each of the troops is, is owned by that local church. Um, but if you go to traillifeusa.com, two L's in the middle, traillifeusa.com, you can click on a, I think the tab says get connected, and it shows you how to find a troop. It shows you a map of the United States where all the troops are located. You can put in your zip code. It'll, it'll give you the tro- troops that are near you, and you can click to contact that troop and get information from them. So you can join a troop that's up and running, but if there isn't a troop nearby, you can also click on start a troop. And it shows you uh, how you walk through the process of, of working with your church to, a, to establish a, a, troop, a troop in your city. But it's what you would expect from an outdoor boys adventure organization. Handbooks and uniforms and hiking and camping and, and outdoors and a robust awards program and uh, male-centric and lots of fun, lots of energy. We start at kindergarten, go up through 12th grade. We don't, you stay in one troop for that whole, for that whole period. You advance uh, with, with the same boys you go through the whole program with. And, uh, and, and we're also, this is kind of a secret. We're, we're a ministry to men too, because we, 
a lot of men in our program, they may not even have a son in the program, but they are there because they find their brother, their brotherhood. They find other men who are interested in raising the next generation. So they get to work side by side with these men who, who enjoy the outdoors and enjoy pouring it in the next generation. And then also, Single moms tend to love trail life too because there's a lot of single moms who cried out to God and said, I, I need men. I, my son needs a man in his life. And so we have background check, child safety, youth protection trained uh, men who are good role models and mentors for these boys. A single mom not too long ago in Virginia who, who after a meeting, she says, uh, you know, I need to thank you for trail life. She said, 10 years ago, my husband died and left me with a two-year-old son. So I cried out to God, said, God, I need help raising this boy. He's 12 years old, and he's a navigator in Trail Off USA, and he's surrounded by godly men. She says, my husband would want me to thank you. Wow. I just hear stories like that over and over again. So the single mom is loving Trail Off. The boy is loving Trail Off. The dad who's looking for a new way to connect with the son, you know, in this world of digital stuff where it's so hard to make those connections, Dads and, and their sons are finding great ways to, to connect in a, in a totally new way. And men who don't have sons in the program are finding a brotherhood there. So I think that that kind of goes back to Carrie's question, why we're seeing so much, so much success is, is we, we are really providing ministry at, at so many different surprising levels. I have a couple of questions and, and then one testimony that confirms everything you said. You, um, my father was killed when I was fairly young and uh, my brother was my younger brother was only seven at the time, and my mom was insistent that he have uh, male role models and that he um, do male things. And she actually went back to college uh, because she had never worked outside the home uh, right after that, and she took um, courses in auto mechanics. So that she could teach my brother how to do auto mechanics. Uh, she went to a uh, hardware store and talked to the owner and said, would you hire my son because he needs to learn these things? And he did, and he did, and they, he became much a, a mentor to my brother. So, um, that's, that's amazing. But now I have two brothers who are very outdoorsy. How can you put them to work? <laughs> Do you have curriculum for these groups, or is this, you know, just how do they get started? (laughs) Yeah, well, that's that's a great question. We do have uh, a very structured program uh, where we have, you know, the advancements and the awards and all those things where we have leader guides, training guides, and also we have online training. We have a a very well-developed troop management system. Uh, that, that walks our leaders in the field through the process. So these troops will get together, and even though they're growing independently, they'll get together and they'll find the shared values uh, of how it is that they're advancing. So anywhere you go in the country, if you go, if you have a Freedom Rangeman, who's that's the highest award in our program, he's just like a Freedom Rangeman from another state because he went through the same program, the same, mm-hmm. same awards thing. So, yeah, there's structure to it. There's curriculum. Uh, for the, for the little guys is, 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 was one type of teaching. They, they earn branches that they put on a patch. Our older boys, uh, earn medallions that they nail to a hiking standard. We call it our standard. It's a hiking stick. A very masculine representation. That boy can show you these are the awards that I earned on those medallions that are nailed to that standard. Um, 
So the, those are the certain things that, that tie our organization together. Because it's important for boys to be part of something bigger than they are. And so sometimes they're surprised. They're developing in this troop, and then they go and they meet this other troop, and they say, wow, you're a trailman too. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. you know, the same mm-hmm. stuff that I do. We use the same handbook. We do the same thing. We wear the same uniform. These are critical and important things things to boys. So, yes, we do have a structured program, and then we have 17,000 uh, volunteers uh, across the country that provide uh, leadership and training and support uh, for those for those local troops. Now, Mark, you said that you that this began about 10 years ago. And so you are embarking on within the next couple of years, I guess, those kids that were in kindergarten will now have gone all the way through your program to 12th grade. So you're about to have in the next couple of years some full-fledged K through 12 graduates, so to speak, of your program. That's exciting. I got to tell you, I'm real excited about it because I know you – one of the things, our Freedom War, like I said, it's our highest award. If you think about the Eagle Scout, it's like that, but it's harder and it has faith elements to it. Nice. Um, boys really, my son earned his Eagle in Boy Scouts at 13 years of age. He wasn't able to earn his Freedom Award until much later in Trail Life when he transferred over to Trail Life because it's just it's just a more, more complicated award. But one of the things is they, have, they write a life ambition essay. Well, I read every single one of those life ambition essays of this freedom arrangement, and I am ready for the one that says, I started in trail life as a fox. That's our, that's our five- and six-year-old. I started in trail life as a fox, and now I'm a freedom arrangement. So we're close because if you're going to start at five or six years old, ten years later, you're 15, 16. 16 and 17 is when we're seeing the freedom awards uh, being earned. So I am so looking forward to reading that first uh Freedom Ambition essay says, I started as a fox, and now I'm freedom. And we talk about that fox to freedom as way goes. So. You know, I, I love that you're talking about these different, you know, the fox. And, and you mentioned earlier in response to one of Marlene's questions, um, getting connection with dads and sons and overcoming that challenge of uh, the technology and the <clears throat> the digital pull that is in these young men's lives. Can you talk a little bit about this, Mark? Because, you know, you wrote this book and, um, and we've read it. We just, we, we love it. It is called Too Much Tubular. And uh, it's a children's book that you've actually published with uh, Brave Books. And uh, it, it talks about really overcoming this struggle of electronics and and getting our young men to put down the electronics and actually engage in life. So what made you think, you know what, I'm going to write a children's book about this and give these young men something to read and uh, give them a different perspective maybe on what they're holding in their hand. How, how did you – it just, you know, making the, the, the transition – from Trail Life to a children's book author, I find it fascinating. Yeah, well, story is an amazing thing, and I I I was a writer before before Trail Life, and especially especially boys, you know, when when you're telling something in story form, they're really connecting with that, and we can talk all day, we can guilt boys into getting off of their digital devices, or we can punish them, or we can restrict them, but when you can give a boy a picture. Uh, what it means to be uh, with and without 
uh, that distraction of that digital device, um, he begins to see himself in that story. And so we knew that, you know, we, we've had this focus on, on, on the digital, which is a powerful tool. I'm coming to you today, you know, using technology. I mean, it's a, it's a great thing. Um, but this, this, the theme of the story is around moderation and without being a you know, spoiler alert, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a thing. And, and the basic storyline tubular is the social media of the Freedom Island world and all the characters almost zombie like are addicted to the social media and that's the they're saved and again you know i don't want to ruin the story for you when they come across this trail i family that's camping out in this in the in the fields and and they discover that there's such a thing as moderation and they take that message of moderation back to the city and set everybody free but when you see these zombies in these stories and boys really they they love this stuff it, it creates this opportunity for parents to talk to the kids where you're not guilting them over a device that you're also holding in your hand at the same time. And you can't seem to let go of, but you can say you can sit in a restaurant and you can look across at a table of family, all of them on their phones, and you can nudge your nine year old and say, hey, look at the zombies at the next table. And, and, and so through that story, the boys can make that connection and they can see the zombie in themselves and that is a more powerful way of getting a boy to say, I want to set this down because I see what it's doing to them and I don't want to be a zombie. So it, it, it sets in story form this opportunity for parents to in, in, uh, interact with the kids in a way that's, that's easy and a conversation that isn't, isn't uh, awkward or difficult or challenging or uh, calling them to a standard that you can't keep yourself. But it, but it, it, it does allow them to, to have this sort of discussion in a, in a, in an easy way. So, so I love converting things to story form. Jesus got that too. You know, I could have told you that single moms love trail life, or I could have told you that about the lady standing on the fire said, my husband died 10 years ago. And that, that story uh, communicates that message much better. So we know the power of story, mm-hmm. particularly for boys. And so that, that's why it was important to us to, uh, collaborate with Brave Books and, and turn this book out. And they've got 30,000 subscribers to the Brave, Brave Books. And so this story, is, this book is in the hand of 30,000 30, people, non-trail life people, who, who, who get the opportunity to say, wow, there's something here to this digital stuff. Um, so we're not just speaking it to our people, but we're also speaking to people outside of trail life. So I love the, the impact that we're able to have uh, through this story. You know, I, I love that you say, you know, how unique stories are. We can tell someone truth, but if we tell them a story and they discover the truth, that's when their eyes are open and their perspective is changed. And so I love how you say that, yes, you can make this a battle. You can put down um, all kinds of boundaries and make threats about taking away at the phone and 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 i mean as a parent we i absolutely set up boundaries for technology eric and i did in our in our family environment but i love what you said is that when they see the truth and see what they become on that technology and they see how that is they're a zombie and they're not able to really engage in the world they make the choice that they don't want that for themselves and what a powerful choice that is when it's not that someone is forcing them to obey the good, but they are choosing the good. Yeah. And that is, that is part for the kind of hold that story up as a mirror where they see themselves in that story 
and they're able to make good, healthy uh, decisions about their own life because they've, they've seen it and not so much of a confrontational way, but in a way this is rash. I can be a zombie sometimes. I need to, I need to be careful about this. Well, and those are the decisions that stick, right? Whenever you decide that you're going to do this, not when it's forced upon you within this, you know, guideline, right? It's whenever you go, okay, I see the boundaries and you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to try this. And you consciously make that decision because forcing things very rarely sticks, right? (laughs) Um, So I love that so much. Uh, It's a great book, friends. It's called Too Much Tubular. And I love the, um, the illustrations in the book that are very masculine. Um, you know, you've got strong characters. Uh, and so it's it's really fun and creative. I guess this was a great outlet for you too, Mark, to use that creative side to promote the outdoors. And then at the end of your book, you have some creative ways and game suggestions for parents to play games and kind of get involved, kind of continue the story of the book within the own home. I thought that was excellent. Um, it, was this uh, something you had planned to do the whole time as you were writing the book to give parents some extra help there at the end? Well, brave books are the experts. I mean, they, they yeah. you know, these, this is, this was one, one in this, one book in a series. You know, they have other, other folks who are writing with it. Kirk Cameron has written some, some brave books. Um, uh, they, they, they have some, some great folks that they bring in to co-write books around subjects that they're, they're really good at. It made sense for Trail Life because, because we deal a lot with getting boys off the digital. Um, yeah. so, so they had that whole structure. Um, so nice. we're, we're just able to work with them in developing the story. Uh, and, and we, and we utilize a trail of characters. So we have, we have story, uh, we have a handbook for our younger boys. They're called the Woodlands Trail. They're kindergarten through fifth grade. And they have a handbook that tells them how to earn their awards and walks them through all that. But you turn the book upside down and it has stories in the back of characters. The fox, the hawk, and the mountain lion that are the three, the, the three levels in our program. Fifth, mm-hmm. five and six year old are foxes. Seven and eight are hawks. And nine and ten are, are mountain lions. And so it has the stories of these three characters, you know, Bramble the fox, Fletcher the hawk, and Tracker the mountain lion. And so, so we use a lot of stories to, to reinforce these lessons. So we took those three characters that we had developed in Trail Life, and we put them on Freedom Island, camping out in that field with their family. And so that, that interaction, in fact, we were able to bring some new characters onto Freedom Island that represented the values uh, and the lifestyle of a, of a trailman. Um, was really helpful. And that's why it was such, such a great collaboration. Brave Books is already talking to kids about really important subjects and all sorts of things that they're facing as, as young folks. And this particular subject has made, made sense uh, for Trail Life to get involved. So a lot of that structure came to us from, from Brave Books and, and they, they asked us to help collaborate in coming up with the story and, and, uh, to, to, to drive this message home around, uh, the dangers of, uh, the digital world. Well, Mark, I know that there are parents and grandparents and aunties and uncles who are listening to this program today and thinking, okay, I want that series. I want that book. How, how can they get their hands on it? Yeah, they can go to bravebooks.com, and they have a subscription where you get a, a book every month, uh, or you can just buy this book independently. Then you can also go to trailfusa.com and go to shop, and we have the book, the single book uh, for sale uh, in our bookstore, or you can also subscribe to the uh, 
to the series uh, at trailfusa.com. But uh, speaking of books, right now, Trail F USA, you can download two, trailfusa.com. There's two books now for download. One is Let Boys Be Boys, where we talk about some of these uh, issues that we're talking about. It's, it's a great book. The subtitle is Three Winning Strategies for Leaders of Boys. And I wrote this book for our for our leaders to talk to them about the differences between boys and girls and how to integrate those truths into your troop meeting. And they started coming in and they said, hey, can I get a copy for my Sunday school teacher, for my soccer coach, or for my kid's kindergarten teacher? She needs to know that boys are different. And um, mm-hmm. so so we rewrote the story so it appeals to any leaders of boys or anybody who's got a boy living in their house. But that's for free right now. And also Raising Godly Boys. It talks about a proven process that we've discovered at Trail F USA for turning boys into godly men. So you got too much tubular, which you got to get on our site uh, in our store. And then you got Let Boys and Boys and Raising Godly Boys that are free right now at TrailFUSA.com. Oh, wow. Excellent. That's excellent. Wow. I'm, Mark, I'm interested to know what your boys thought as you were writing the, the first story, the Too Much Tubular, and did they approve, and were they your best editors? Well, you know, they're 24 and 22, so we read a lot of books to them growing up, and they're both voracious readers, and they're thrilled to see that Dad had finally written a children's book. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> well, that is awesome. Mark, I want to continue this conversation after our break. Um, you've led us right into it. Let boys be boys. And, you know, our our boys are under attack, right? Um, and this war in society against masculinity. I really want to explore that topic after our break, um, because masculinity has been labeled as toxic. And um, I have a son, and he is not toxic. He is amazing. And um, he is learning how to be a man of God. And it's a, it's a tough road. And so I look forward to getting your perspective on that after the break. Friends, more with our new friend, Mark Hancock. Um, and raising God boys God's way. More on Love Talk right after this. Don't wait. Score the best deal on the home of your dreams at the three-time awarded Community of the Year Santa Rita Ranch. With top-rated amenities and school districts, our 20 available move-in ready homes priced from the 200s won't last long. See for yourself why 2,000-plus neighbors love life at the ranch. For more information, visit us at SantaRitaRanch.com. SantaRitaRanch.com. Are you recovering from an injury, need to regain your health, or simply want to improve your golf swing? HeartFlex can help. HeartFlex is an innovative exercise tool for all fitness levels. Made in the USA, HeartFlex has helped countless Texans improve their fitness by increasing strength, boosting circulation, maximizing flexibility and endurance, and speeding recovery from surgery. It's small, portable, and lightweight. HeartFlex can be used standing, sitting, or lying down. No springs or rubber bands to snap back and cause injury. At less than $40, shipping is free and 
Land has a 30-day money-back guarantee. Nothing can stop you from improving your health today. You can learn more and to order yours, visit HeartFlexUSA.com. That's HeartFlexUSA.com. Hi, friends. This is Kathy Enderbrock with Let's Pray Today Ministries. Are you struggling in your marriage with anxiety and depression? Have rebellious kids or, or just want to pray for your children? Maybe you simply don't know where to start in prayer. We specialize in creating the tools to help you learn how to pray and pray effectively in a variety of life issues. Get your free MP3 download today on the topic of your choice. Go to www.letspraytoday.com and click on shop for your free audio prayer download. Become a friend on Facebook and let us know what prayer topic you Welcome back, friends, to Love Talk here on The Bridge, Austin. We are talking about raising boys God's way with special guest Mark Hancock, CEO of Trail Life USA, a Christian boys adventure and character development organization with over 55,000 members and 1,100 troops across 50 states. Friends, if you're listening and you want to get involved in this organization, you can go and connect at traillifeusa.com. In our last segment, Mark shared with us uh, not only about his uh, personal walk with Christ in Trail Life USA, but also about this incredible new book uh, that he wrote, a children's book uh, with brave books called Too Much Tubular. And friends, you can get that by going to bravebooks.com. Well, Mark, we wanted to talk with you about what's going on in society Uh, Our young men really seem to be under attack. Well, masculinity seems to be under attack. As Coach Kerry was saying when we went out with our second segment, masculinity is now being called toxic. And I will tell you, I have three or four uh, brothers, one younger than me and three older than me, and they've never been toxic a day in their life. And they're just (laughs) incredible men of God. Can you talk to us about... um, about masculinity and boys and what makes them different. Gosh, I can talk to you for hours about that. <laughs> Good. You know, but it's but the shocking thing is that you know boys are kind of like the canary in the gold in the coal mine of our structure. You know, of our culture. You know that that example where they used to take canaries in the coal mine. If they stopped singing, they knew that they're noxious fumes. And and uh, you know, well, I can tell you that boys have stopped singing in our culture today. Uh, this thing that you're talking about, toxic, toxic masculinity, we're now a generation or more into that. And there are mm-hmm. things that are just uh, really threatening boys today. So we look at them. If there was any other segment of our population that was suffering like they're suffering today, we would be picketing, rioting in the streets. Because boys are now twice as likely to be in special education, three times more likely to have ADHD. They have fallen behind girls in every single academic category. There's now more girls going to college than boys. Colleges are actually projecting a time where they will no longer have men attending college. Um, the, the, the statistics uh, in terms of drug use and overdose and suicide and prisons and all that is just so uh, heavy. The boys' stuff. I'll tell you what, one place they are leading is boys 10 to 14 years of age. Fastest growing category for suicide in our culture today. Oh, just shocking what it is that boys that boys are experiencing, and it is a result of the, what, the things that we're saying to them in culture today. And we look at you know, the book that we have right now for free, uh, the Raising Godly Boys that I referenced. We talk about those four four things that are, uh, are that boys are dealing today. They're they're unguided. You know, one in four boys now doesn't have a dad in the home. Seventy six percent of public school teachers are female. 
and 80 something percent of Sunday school teachers are female and women. That, that single mom is doing an amazing job in that household. And that teacher is doing an amazing job at the front of the room. And that Sunday school teacher is doing an amazing job. Girls have these beautiful examples of what it means to be a strong woman. Boys have very few of these examples. And so we're restoring that. We're guiding boys through men who are, who are, who are, who are taking that place in our troops and showing boys what a godly man looks like. Boys are also ungrounded. You know, 78% of, of Americans no longer believe that the Bible is a source of, of moral authority. That's shocking. That's Americans. And so we're restoring that. The, the Word of God is a foundation for everything in Trail Off USA. So we're grounding boys. Boys need, they'd like to know that there's some definite things, something they can press up against. And the Word of God is that forms that foundation. We've taken that out of their lives, and so they're, they're struggling. How can you teach a boy? concept of good or bad or right or wrong if you don't have a foundation for truth. And so we tell them there is such a foundation for truth. This is right. This is wrong. This is good. This is bad. There are such things. You don't get to make that up yourself. Boys are also, they're unappreciated in our culture today. We treat them like there's some sort of defective girl or something, you know, like, mm. know, like, like, like there's a social disease that needs to be eradicated because there's, you know, they, they're not ready for school when we put them in school. Boys develop more slowly than girls, so they learn immediately that they don't fit in a school environment. Sit still, be quiet, pay attention. It's the worst thing in the world you can do for a boy. He's not wired for that. He's wired for motion. Harvard psychologists will tell us that boys have to be moving in order for the brain to be engaged. So when they're sitting in the room and they're fidgeting and they're moving, uh, we're telling them to sit still. And they're telling us, if you want my brain, you've got to take my body, too. you got to take this, too. But we're we're medicating them because... They can't sit still. They must be hyperactive. Their eyes are constructed different. Their ears are constructed different. Their brains are different. The way that they develop, they develop more slowly than girls intellectually, developmentally, physically, in all kinds of ways. But we treat them like they're girls, that there's something wrong with them. And that's and that's that's having a horrible effect. And then finally, they're also uninspired. We've taken risk and competition out. We don't like to keep score because somebody's feelings going to be hurt. And that's what boys thrive on. They do not engage if there isn't something at stake. And they need to know there's something worth fighting. That's why they get off those ships in Normandy to free the world of tyranny or sit on top of a rocket or get on a boat and go across an uncharted ocean to discover something. Boys like that risk and competition, and we're taking them out of it. Like we're afraid that somehow we're going to harm them if they fail at something. And boys, they, they don't struggle with failure at all. They go into their video games, and they'll play all day failing and trying harder and succeeding. And there's... They love that world. There's score kept. There's points. There's competition. They know where they stand. They lose. They try harder. They win. That's the kind of thing that boys are hungry for. And so they go to the virtual world to find that. And then we criticize them for playing so many video games. So they can't win for anything. So we're failing boys in so many levels because we have these generations of the of, of, of the way that we're that we're treating men. And it's just shocking. This whole failure to launch now more young men living at home than have ever lived at home since they started counting that in 1960 because boys are just finding a world that they're not wired for you know sit still be quiet pay attention it's just it's just something that's that that they're just they're just not wired for so we need to learn these truths we need to re-engage boys in the way that works for them and i think that we can win them back we tell people all the time trail off usa isn't just an, an arc that keeps your boys safe from a culture that's really gone bad we're also growing a generation of boys that are going to turn back that tide themselves because they will be equipped to understand what it is they're facing. And where it may be too old for me to make changes culturally, but if we can raise up this next generation of boys to understand the challenges, they'll be able to take on 
that challenge and that risk of turning the culture around and getting getting boys back in a place where where they can where they can succeed and be winning and focused men. Mark, I absolutely love this. I have a daughter that's 20, my son is 19, and they could not be more different, right? I mean, night and day when it comes to the way they've developed. My son, when he was a tiny, tiny baby, he had a full head of hair, and he could not go to sleep without twirling his hair, kicking his leg, moving his arm. He was moving until the time he fell asleep, mm-hmm. right? He is still like that to this day, mm-hmm. and he needs to be moving in order to learn. You know, sitting in class is painful for him. Yes. <laughs> um, but also, a lot of the things that you've said are so true. The distractions, the being on the phone, the the games, like just having something else to do while you're listening. Mm -hmm. For us as females, that might be foreign, right? Mm -hmm. Because we can focus and we can, you know, do one thing really well. He actually needs to be moving his hands or his foot or, you know, something in order to absorb information. I I 100% understand this. Um, And I love that some of our schools today have gone to, you know, having more recess, having more time outside, which is excellent. And then some of our schools have completely shut that off and said, no, we need to be learning all the time. We can't even spare a second to go outside and run around. This is detrimental to our boys in a way that, um, is affecting the next generation, like you said. Um, wow, just excellent, excellent information. Moving, risk, and competition. <laughs> High on the list. Yeah. 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 We have to embrace, first of all, that, that, that boys, that this concept that boys and girls are different. And yeah. every legitimate science will tell you, whether it's psychology, biology, chemistry, sociology, Boys and girls are just, they've done studies in the womb, and that boy in the womb responds differently to stimuli than a girl in the womb. It's not like they get born and we tell them, hey, this is the way you need to be. They're wired that way. And when testosterone floods floods the womb for a boy, his brain is radically changed. He has a different brain than the female brain. And and if you guys are married, you know this. You know, men have... Our brains are divided. We're like we 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 can't do what you guys can do. I mean, it's miraculous why my wife can can be can work on both sides of her brain at the same time. Those <laughs> connections have been severed from me. That's part of the thing. And why is that? Well, men are gonna have to go to war. So at some point, you're gonna have to set those emotions aside because you're gonna have to kill somebody if you want your family to live. Whereas that's more difficult if both your emotional and your and your, your both your left and right brain because you have that emotional thing that's gonna going to cause you to behave differently. So there's reasons behind this this sort of thing that that allows men to be strong for this reason, women to be strong for this reason. Our eyes are different. You know, boys' eyes are are, are built as more rods and cones, so they tend to focus on things in the distance and in motion. So in a classroom, that looks like, you know, squirrel. I mean, he's seeing seeing the thing, you know, because he is designed to make sure he's got an eye on the perimeter and if there's dangers out there. Women's eyes and girls' eyes are are designed to focus on something more closely because you're nurturing that child. You know, so you're holding that baby and you're memorizing every pore on that child's face. There's, There's reasons for this design, and we've got to respect the reason rather than discount one gender, one sex or the other because because they do things differently. Mm-hmm. Mark, everything you said is just profound, and I wish every family in America could hear it mm-hmm. multiple times because it, 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 we really have changed how we've raised children because we expect them to be perfect all the time. Mm-hmm. And um, 
it's just, it's profound. Thank you for sharing that. Um, yeah. Uh, wow, Mark, our, our time with you has come to a close today. We cannot thank you enough. Friends, Raising Boys God's Way, please go to Mark's website at traillifeusa.com. You can find all about that organization. Uh, type in your zip code. Find a Trail Life troop that's in your area if you're interested in that. Let Boys Be Boys. You can download that book for free. You can also find Too Much Tubular. So much information there right at the website. Mark, thank you so much for being on Love Talk today. Thank you. It's really been been a pleasure to be with you all here today. What a, what a, what a great thing you're doing. Thank awesome. you for that. Well, we appreciate you. And friends, if you missed any of this episode, you know that you can go to our archives at Love Talk Network. You can find us on our podcast at Love Talk, all one word. Uh, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram. For Kathy, Indebrock, Marlene, Matt Michael, I'm Coach Carrie Brinkgater. We'll see you next time right here on Love Talk. <laughs>